So think about how people do ABM. They pick 500 accounts, 100 accounts, 250 accounts, whatever, right? Everyone's codependent on timing. Timing is the biggest reason why things don't work. So if I have 500 accounts and I'm trying to take market share or drive revenue from this engagement, I have a one in 12 chance that at any time I'm hitting one of those 500 accounts during their buying cycle because almost all contracts at that size are a 12-month engagement with a 30-day window from which they purchase. Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 Lead Gen Strategies Checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver. And today we are hanging out with Garrett Merigeth. And Garrett is the co-founder and chief executive officer of Directive, a search marketing agency for enterprise brands headquartered in Irvine, California. He is fascinated by the role search marketing plays in empowering companies and people to connect and has dedicated the last five years toward that passion. And since its establishment in 2014, he's led Directive into expansion globally, including London, Latin America, Australia, and Canada. Garrett, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Brent. Yeah, excited to be here. Yeah, so give us a, like, like paint us a picture of the agency as it is today. Like how many people you have, and what's your core client base, and and yeah, what's the the company look like? Yeah, so we're at 150 people full-time. Probably more than that but right around there. And we work with primarily tech companies that you know by name usually, and then some you don't. But yeah, we've got a lot of uh, tech companies as as clients doing performance marketing for them. So paid media, search engine optimization, strategy, design, video, um, services like that. Nice. Very cool. What was was the catalyst that made you decide to start the agency? Uh, I was on Fiverr. So I started on Fiverr and then I wanted to go into like uh like a Boston to Bain, McKinsey, Deloitte, something like that. And then I just couldn't get a job. I really couldn't get a job anywhere. I didn't even get a job at Northwestern Mutual. I thought everybody gets a job there. <laughs> so did that and, and and I just started my own shop. I was on like my Peugeot moped, my nineteen seventy-eight one oh three SP, the Green Hornet. So I feel like that's a uh, a, yeah. a Macklemore song or something. Is that uh... yeah? It should be right. <laughs> so yeah, I was just driving around East LA. I was um, doing my masters. I got my degree in economics and was uh, just doing my masters. I was on Fiverr. I was cleaning up after um, chapel at the school. I was working at the from uh, freelance gigs and then Fiverr, and then I started. Directive, I wanted to be like, I could fix, I could still get a business and thought I could make it better. I didn't really have any discernible skills, still don't necessarily. <laughs> and um, just uh, figured I could help them. And so did that for 30 days. I was handing out flyers, built them a Yelp page, Facebook page. I was probably 21 or 22 at the time. And then, 
He said, come back tomorrow to get your check. I came back the next day and the whole place was boarded up. So that was my first customer. <laughs> I assume you didn't get the check. No, I never got that check. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24-7 award-winning support. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code DASCW when signing up. Let's get back to our show. So Fiverr to your own agency. I'm sure there's some people out there on the earlier stage in our audience right now that maybe resonate with that. What was like the one thing that you did that maybe got you uh, out of like that kind of gig economy within the digital space? Yeah, I mean, I was doing it for fun because I bet my buddy I could work an hour a day and make a grand a month. And because back when it was like Fiverr, it was like actually five bucks. Yeah. So like I had to like, you, like, now I looked, you can do all sorts of prices. I'm like, it's way easier. Uh, so I was just there literally selling $5 stuff. So like, I had, so I was doing marketing, like brochure, like old school stuff for an executive search coach. And he told me that you can get like research databases with a library card. And I was like, no way. So I got a library card and I was just selling like market research for five bucks on Fiverr and people loved it. And then I would introduce like social media calendars. It was like command replace like their logo. And then here's your calendar. And it was just like stuff like that. And then that guy, you know, screwed me that first shawarma shop. It was a shawarma shop. And uh, I was like, all right. I was kind of bummed, you know. You get a little pissed. I'm sure I was just probably drinking some Coors Lights or something, getting <laughs> over it. And then my buddy, well, actually my brother, was at a hookah lounge. I had like a 75, 78-year-old Syrian guy with like no teeth, smoking like cigarettes like crazy. He didn't smoke hookah. It was weird. So he was always smoking cigarettes. But it was at this hookah lounge. And he asked me to build him a website. So I built him a website. I think probably, I think I charged him two grand. And I was just like on a Genesis framework, I believe back then in WordPress, or I was using Divi. I don't know if I'd found Divi yet. Divi was great. That was back in the day. So I was doing that. And then he was like, can you rank me? I was like, look, bro, I've never done this before, but I could probably figure it out. I'll charge you 200 bucks a month, you know? So I was charging him 200 bucks a month. And then I just read everything I could find on SEO. So I just read pretty much everything the Moz blog had ever posted. And I came up with a little saying called learn, engage, create. So if I could learn something new every day and engage with what I was learning by applying it to a customer or myself, then I could create more value for myself or for a customer. And so all I did was just grind out content. And next thing you know, he was ranking number one and he was packed. I was like, it's kind of dope. It's like a little superpower. <laughs> and I was like, this is cool. I could really help people. So then like my buddy saw and my best friend and we were roommates in Azusa. And I was like, Hey, can you introduce me to your dad? Like I could probably help him. He was a plumber. And then next thing you know, I ranked his dad. Number one, he had a couple trucks and he was going to go to law school. I was like, nah, don't go do that. Come join me. I'll pay you $3. And next thing you know, we uh, built something, you know, I think pretty big. I think we're the biggest SaaS marketing agency, tech marketing agency in the world. So there's a lot of agencies out there that do SEO. There's a lot of agencies out there that, that are trying to learn new things. What, what do you think was the biggest difference for you to get to 150 people in one of the largest SaaS digital marketing agencies? Because I mean, there's there's lots of people that I feel like 
they could probably resonate with the story up to this point, but like then there's that jump to like, oh yeah, and then we became the biggest company, right? Like what was what were some of the things that that really helped you accelerate that growth? A lot of luck, I guess, but like I never intended of not being the biggest company. I, if I'm gonna do something, I just want it to be massive or else I get bored. It's just like how I'm wired. Um, so like I wouldn't, I'm not a good, like a lifestyle boutique guy. Like I would go nuts. I would lose my mind. So like I'm just like, so I wouldn't encourage other people to try to be the biggest. I'd encourage other people to be themselves. Like this is me just being me. I'm not trying to be anything else. I'm just wildly competitive and kind of like I still work 12 something hours a day because that's just how I'm built. That's what my parents modeled for me, frankly, and just stuff like that. So. I'm not really trying to work hard. I'm just literally existing. And this is me existing. I think that's usually how it is, frankly, for like big organizations, because it's way too hard. If you're like trying to like be something you're not, agencies are way too hard. So whatever you are, just be that, number one. But for me, I give away a lot of money. I do gift cards. That's it. I would say that's the biggest reason I'm What, what do you mean by that? Can you tell us more about what that means? Yeah. So I will pay you $100 to take a meeting with me. Yeah, You know those gift card campaigns you get on LinkedIn and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I started that, I think. <laughs> so so like like if you had a like a, a target customer that you wanted to meet and you would just say, Hey, I'll pay you, I'll give you a hundred dollar gift card if you'll take a how long is the meeting? Nearly thirty minutes. Yeah. Thirty minutes. That's a that's a pretty good deal. But I mean you look at customer acquisition costs, you know, if I'm advertising and it's getting me Well, it's more expensive not to do the gift card, ironically. So people focus far too much on acquisition and not enough about activation. So I guess one of my little secret technical skills is I'm kind of like a finance econ modeling guy. And I really like to get good at everything. So like all the parts of our agency I've taken pretty serious and like tried to get really good at. So like if it's recruiting or finance, like I was like our CFO until we got to 17 million or something like that. So I love all the parts of the business. So like I used to run SDRs and I did the AEs. I mean, I signed off on every project to make sure it hit my standards until six months ago, I think. So like, I pretty love all of it. The marketing of it, every service we offer, I've tried to become an expert at. Every internal operating business unit, I've tried to become an expert at. Read all the books on, talk to the different experts, follow them on Twitter, ask questions, like just really just, you know, commit my whole life to trying to be the best in my craft. And I think there's a lot that goes into that. Like, you kind of got to be great at one thing and good at everything else, in my opinion. There's some advice I got when I was younger trying to play soccer. And, you know, I don't try to get great at the things I'm not great at. And I think I'm pretty good at the booking side of this game. And then the rest of it, I just want to make sure I'm not bad at. But when it comes to the gift cards, essentially what we modeled out was essentially like there's not a lot of elasticity. There's not a lot of leverage you get in an auction-based advertising environment trying to lower CPA, cost per acquisition. Because theoretically, every day when you're doing social-based advertising, because it was like a conundrum, right? You have search and social. Search has intent, but no firmographics. Social has firmographics, but no intent. So what people confuse is value props and incentives. They're two different things. So value prop is why you exist, who you exist for, and what differentiates you. Incentive is how you get a human from apathy to action. Those are two fundamentally different things. So you need both. So what I figured out was how to get you from apathy, scrolling on LinkedIn for your next job or looking at some cringy, stupid post, to action, which is taking a meeting with me. And I didn't want you to like fill out my form. I wanted you to actually schedule a meeting. So you made a psychological commitment because then my life cycle stages improve. So I pay you $100 to lower my CPA because there's not a ton of money I can save lowering my CPC or my CPM. Most of my money I save is actually getting you from 
lead to intro call held, not scheduled, right? So it's all about a waterfall and drop offs when you do your modeling to then hit your LTV cash ratios and your payback periods and your gross margins. And by modeling it all out, what you find is it's actually better to focus down funnel than up funnel. And so all I was doing was that. And then I mean, I didn't look at the books yet on gift cards from 2022, but in 2021, I spent over $350,000 on gift cards. So it works. So like we came up with a whole different way of advertising called customer generation. And the reason I can do gift cards is I'm only advertising in named accounts. So I found 10,000 tech companies I wanted in the US. And in the first year, we held sales calls of 6,800 of them. So it works. So advertising to accounts in terms of your 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 ad targeting is 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 so specific, but it's still broad enough that you can you can actually target an audience using Google or Facebook it's, or something like that. Yeah, I got my butt kicked doing all the best practices like everybody else. And so what I try to do is like I copy everybody else and then I try to do it entirely different. So like it's ABM on steroids. So think about how people do ABM. They pick 500 accounts, 100 accounts, 250 accounts, whatever, right? Everyone's codependent on timing. Timing is the biggest reason why things don't work. So if I have 500 accounts, right, and I'm trying to take market share or drive revenue from this engagement, I have a 1 in 12 chance that at any time I'm hitting one of those 500 accounts during their buying cycle because almost all contracts at that size are a 12-month engagement with a 30-day window from which they purchase. So what I had to do is figure out how I could hit someone on the timing more often. So what I did is I've just figured out how to essentially like... And there's like categorization problems on LinkedIn. All the data is miscategorized. So all I do is manually verify every account I want for myself or a customer. And then you can do programmatic. You can do TV commercials. You can do gift cards. You can do anything because they're all named accounts that you want to work with. So it's just like principles that make you successful. If you just kind of simplify everything you're doing to like, I want to get these companies to a sales meeting and then go from there. Hey, agency owners, are you looking for a strategic and reliable white-label partner to scale your agency business? E2M is the number one white-label partner for digital agencies when it comes to website design, web development, e-commerce, SEO, and content writing. E2M is trusted by over 150 agency partners and has been providing white-label services for the last 10 years. Their team has over 170 experts and is on a mission to help 500 agencies increase their revenue and profit margins with impactful white-label services. Check out their transparent and flexible white-label pricing at e2msolutions.com forward slash gurus. That's www.e2msolutions.com forward slash U-G-U-R-U-S. E2M is currently running a special discount for 10% off for your first three months. Check it out now. It's available for a limited time. What do you find is like there? I mean, I mean, I, I love the I love the funnel and I love the breakdown of of that kind of system from acquisition and activation. I mean, what are you finding though is like the the tone or the intent of somebody that's showing up for a for a hundred dollar gift card? I mean, obviously it sounds like an aggregate, it's working amazingly, otherwise you wouldn't be spending three hundred and fifty thousand dollars on it. But is there any is there any friction? Well, I spent a lot more on that. We spent we're gonna spend three point eight million dollars on ads this year. So so you got the ads plus the gift cards, you know, so so looking at different ways to get somebody to show up for a meeting. Okay, so fifty seven percent of it's waste. You just can't be scared. People are so scared about wasting money that they don't end up making any. Tell me more about that. Well, like everybody wants EBITDA before they earned it. Okay, so like there's this there's this weird obsession with EBITDA, this agency game that makes everyone never have actual meaningful EBITDA. 
So if you know the game, you have to have five million in EBITDA to ever become considered a platform company, or else you're going to sell your company and your soul, and you're going to be someone's B word for two years, and then you're going to hate your life. That's how it works. Okay, that's the facts. You don't have five million dollars in EBITDA, you're not in charge. Okay, how do you get five million dollars in EBITDA if you only got five million dollars in revenue? So you just can't have your cake and eat it too, which is fair. But you can slowly develop your cash on hand. So you, because I still don't have a line of credit or a penny of debt, I bootstrap the whole thing. So I've never taken a dollar from anyone since I was 18 years old. So essentially, you just financially model it. You get what I'm saying? So to have EBITDA, you need top line revenue. The problem is if you have EBITDA, you can't be reinvesting your OPEX back into growth. So you end up having, let's say, 20 and 20. But 20 and 20 is great. 20% top line revenue growth, 20% EBITDA. That's great if you're a $50 million company. It's not so great when you're at two or three million. And so what I did is for the last 10 years, I never had EBITDA, essentially. I just reinvested every penny. Once I liked my cash on hand runway for payroll purposes, I just reinvested every dollar. And then I've always paid myself 4% of revenue at my partner distribution level. And so what I see, because I do M&A and I, I'm buying agencies that are under 10 million, these guys, these people, these individuals... They take like a sixth of their company's revenue, man. They take a tenth of revenue. They just juice their company. They have no vision for how they allocate their capital. So for me, it's always about if I want to be a big agency, I have to delay gratification and just work very, very hard. And now we're at the size where I'm starting to go into EBITDA mode. And now I'm allowed because I'm essentially getting diminishing marginal returns on a lot of my tactics. So now you go to EBITDA mode. But you shouldn't go into EBITDA mode if you're creating top-line revenue growth, in my opinion. Garrett, I think we're going to get plenty of sound bites from today's episode. Dude, this has been, this has been awesome. I, I'm, I'm excited to go further down the rabbit hole of your, your content and your journey as an entrepreneur. I love this message to our agencies that are trying to grow and scale to new heights. Um, this, is, this is awesome stuff, man. Do you have a few minutes to stick around for our lightning round? Yeah, let's do it, man. I just like the help. I think everybody, I don't know, there's a lot of weird advice out there, man. There's a lot of weird advice. <laughs> what is, speaking of advice, what is the best advice you've ever received? Be great at one thing and good at everything else. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? Being horribly dissatisfied as a human. <laughs> <laughs> Can you share an internet, re- internet resource, a tool, or an app that you uh, have been enjoying lately that you think our listeners would find valuable? Yeah, I'm trying to get really good at fishing. So I just watch like YouTube videos or like read books on it like a couple hours every night once I'm done with this. And what book would you recommend and why? Ooh, there's so many. Okay, so can I give you by category? Maybe give us a couple. Yeah, okay. So Hiring, Recruiting, Who by Jeff Smart. Sales, Winning by Design, all their books. Strategic leadership, good to great. I'm sure there's a thousand more. I was like a machine for a couple of years. I felt like I read most of them now. Oh, managing the professional services firm is pretty good. What You Do is Who You Are by Horowitz. I mean, there's so many. Yeah, those are some. Awesome. We will include links out to that amazing book collection on our show notes page at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. So if you're out on the road or on a run or like me on your bike, then check that out at yougurus.com later on when you get back to a computer and click on Garrett's picture and you're going to find all these 
tips, takeaways, gold nuggets, lots of gold nuggets from today's episode. I've got a lot to absorb myself. I'll be re-listening to this episode a couple of times. So take a look at that at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Garrett, how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything that you have they can check out? Yeah, uh, I coach agency owners. Um, so if you want help, let me know. It's GarrettMerigood.com. Uh, I post a lot of stuff on YouTube and social media. So you can just find me on social. Uh, and then obviously, if you're a tech company, feel free to check out Directive. But yeah. Sweet, man. We will link out to Directive. We'll link out to uh, your website URL as well. All in our show notes page at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. So we'll have all those links, the book recommendations. If you want to follow Garrett, learn more about what he's doing on YouTube, all the content he's creating, check out our show notes and we'll have all that stuff for you in one place. Garrett, thanks so much for stopping by the program today. Thanks, Brent. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in your business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 Lead Gen Strategies Checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency. 